What's up, people? This is Adam Maxwell, and you're listening to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. Now get ready. It's showtime. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. Uh, today I'm sharing a recording of an interview with Lefty from the Talking Lead podcast. It ends up being a two-part uh, interview, so I'll drop one part this week and one part next week. The uh, recording kind of cuts out here and there, and there's a little bit of audio stuff. I tried to clean up what I could, but uh, things kind of are the way they are. But I think it's a pretty good interview with uh, somebody who's uh, pretty cool in the firearms industry. I really enjoy listening to the uh, Talking Lead podcast, and I really enjoyed doing this episode with him. So uh, check it out, guys. I really hope you like it. Thanks, and uh, appreciate you guys listening to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. And because I don't get a chance later, um, check out all of our uh, associated companies. Uh, Shooter Sports Center at ShootersOnline.com, Root River Archery at RootRiverArchery.com, Remora Holsters, uh, for the very best in concealed carry holsters, check out Remora Holsters at RemoraHolsters.com, and Smoke and Blue Barbecue, if you need barbecue catering in the northern Illinois, southeastern Wisconsin area, um, check out Smoke and Blue Barbecue. Alright, with that said, let's get into the episode, really appreciate you guys listening, and here we go. Do you have like an intro and all that that you do? Yeah, but I'm going to, I'll probably throw that in later in editing. Okay. Well, you just tell me when I need to talk and I'll talk. Uh, you're allowed to talk right now. Otherwise, I'll keep talking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to talk right now. Your screen went away though. Oh, am I not on anymore? Yeah. Do you have privacy stuff? No. More privacy info. It says, let everyone know they're being recorded. All right. Oh, no, back. that's just you. You hit recording and uh, it started recording. Oh, yeah. It kicked so it you says out. up your van is recording the call. Okay. So I'm recording. Did it come back? Yep. Did my video come back? Yeah, your video's back. Okay, cool. Well, this is going to be fun. So. Hell yeah. Looking forward to it. Welcome to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. Thanks for having me, bud. I'm excited. It's it's good to be on the God podcast. God podcast, yeah. That's (laughs) actually I feel special. You're. It's funny because you're the you're the person who uh, the only person I know who's ever said that to me. And I was looking for when I made the podcast up. I was looking for like a catchy acronym. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It gets no catchier than God. Yeah, I want to do, like I said, I want to make t-shirts that say on the front, I believe in God, and on the back, it's going to say guns, oil, and dirt. Oh, that's perfect, dude. You got to do that. Yeah. I'll buy one of those. Yeah, I'm trying to save up some money, and I, I just sent a message to a company yesterday. They make their t-shirts all in America. Yeah. And so I was going to see if they make just blank T-shirts and would send me like a bunch of them in various sizes. You need but... to, uh, I need to hook you up with my buddy uh, Danny. He does shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. He does. He does a lot of our shirts when we do uh, events and whatnot. He he's the one who does our shirts for us. 
Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, because I, I bring them to this place in town, and uh, they're expensive. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know what his prices are, but uh, we can work something out, I'm sure. Yeah. You being a fellow leadhead and all. Yeah, man. I love it. I love the show. So, since we just came on, and the people who listen to me might not actually know who you are. I mean, I'm a huge fan, but uh, oh, why don't you uh, yeah, right? <laughs> why don't you uh, let everybody know who who you are? Who's uh, who's Lefty? Lefty. So I am Marty Holder, aka Lefty. I host this little podcast called Talking Lead. And uh, we do a lot about what you're doing right now. We just sit around, we talk with cool guys, and talk about cool things on our podcast. Cool. That that's who I am. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, is the podcast the only thing you do, or do you do you actually have a day job? Hmm. So I probably should have a, another day job, but uh, uh, no. So this started about ten years ago. We're uh, we're ten years into this podcast, and uh, it started off as a hobby. And f- for the past eight years, you know, it was just that. It's just been a hobby, something I I did uh, on the side. Um, but I did real estate for like the past twenty years, and uh, over the past two, you know, the COVID and all this and whatnot going on, I had more time at home and. I just decided to do this full time. So really the past two years, uh, it, the podcast has been going full time for me. I mean, it's always been a full time job, even though it was a hobby and I did it part time. But uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of what I've been doing for the past two years is just trying to trying to grow and escalate the Leadhead Brigade, man. Well, cool people like as, you. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you're doing a great job. I've, I've listened to your show for, I mean, since before COVID. So it's been years, man. Uh, at least five years, I'd have to say. Cool. If not longer. Yeah. So you, you've been there with me during my journey, you know, for the most part, uh, you yeah. know, when we first started it, I had a partner, Zeke, um, he and I started it and I guess maybe third year in around a third year or so, if that. Uh, he got a job with one of our sponsors and, you know, we were at a crossroads at that point. We had to decide whether, you know, do I want to keep the podcast going or, you know, is this the end of the podcast? And at the time, you know, he, he was handling all the back end stuff. He was doing the website. He was doing the editing. All I do is show up and, you know, run my mouth, which I'm good at. Um, but he was handling all that stuff. I didn't, you know, I didn't realize how much work went into it. Um, but I, you know, I decided to take the reins. I was like, yeah, I might as well keep it going. I really enjoy doing this. And, um, you know, I think I could probably do something with it on my own. So I took it over and there was a huge learning curve there for about a year after, uh, you know, was learning all this different softwares and the equipment and, you know, the data hosting, which I know you're familiar with, you know, finding all the, the sites to do your data hosting and, uh, and then the website stuff was just a whole nother ugly animal um, that that really set me back. But, you know, after I got uh, grasped with that, then uh, yeah, and you can hear it in the podcast, the quality of the, the podcast from when we were doing it. Then when I took over, 
Uh, and then once I finally, you know, that light bulb moment came on where I learned everything. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, you know, steadily go, you know, I hope steadily each, each and every year, each and every episode gets better. Yeah, that's cool. See, and I'm in the, uh, I have no money for podcasting phase. So I do everything off of my phone and my pod, my host is, is an app that I have on my phone and I just like, basically, you know, that's the thing too. You know, I started this, they said 10 years ago and, you know, podcasts were just in, in the infancy stage and you know they were they, were, they weren't really a thing i didn't even know what a podcast was when he said hey let's do a podcast i was like okay what the fuck's podcast i don't know what that is right. um, so um the technology and the equipment and everything that's been developed and geared towards just podcasting in the last you know really the last five years and really the last two years is just really um exponentially increased and you know there's over what two million podcasts i don't know there's close to like two million podcasts or more that are out right. there nowadays uh so it's you know it's insane and and, and you're right anybody with a phone can do a podcast and there's nothing wrong with that i encourage it. i think anybody who wants to do that should do one the technology yeah. on phones these days is unreal it's, it's probably better than the stuff I got. You know, I've been using this equipment probably for the past uh, at least six years. So I'm sure all my stuff's way outdated. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I think your recordings sound better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I do I do have a few other extra little toys and things that I use. But um, yeah. that's things, you know, as you go and you know, it becomes more uh, of a thing for you than, yeah, you know. Uh, you'll catch on and you'll learn and I'm happy to give you tips if, if there's anything I can do for you. All right. Yeah. We're going to probably ask you some questions along the uh, way here tonight, even about just podcasting stuff and some tips or tricks that you'd be willing to give up. But uh, I have no secrets, buddy. I have no secrets. I'm willing to share all. All right. right. Yeah. Cause like I said, I've been, I'm going to, figure out what i'm going to do at this recording after we do this i have one way to uh, get it onto my uh my podcasting app but it might not sound super awesome but uh, <laughs> i'm gonna are you editing do you edit it at all beforehand or are you just oh, no 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 man everything's got to be raw so where she lays is where she stays huh yeah i i tried doing some editing uh before in the past and i just thought it sounded too choppy and i did add some music to kind of like fade some stuff in, but the music, yeah. uh, because I don't have a leveling software to bring my voice up or anything or the background music down or background noise down. Yeah. So I, uh, I just figured I'll just go with it now. Are you an yeah. Apple guy or are you a windows guy? Uh, I'm not an Apple guy, but I don't use windows either. What do you use? Well, it's an Android. I don't know if that's Windows, but all right. Okay, so Android Android's Windows based. Okay, um, but there there's a a program out there, and it's real easy to use, and it's free. I okay. think you can still you can still get it. It's called Audacity. Okay, and that's you know that's really all I use to edit my audio is Audacity. Been using it for ten years. Okay. You know, there's probably more robust ones out there um, that you could use. 
but I'm kind of like you, you know, I don't do a lot of editing anymore. I used to, used to do like heavy editing. And then I got to the point where, you know, it's just, it's too much work. And one, it, you know, the way that I was editing and the way we were editing it, it sounded too fixed, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds too, yeah. Unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I just, you know, I let it roll. I don't, I don't filter my guests. I don't edit them as far as well, you know, what they say, unless they want me to. Unless oh, they're yeah. like, oh, you know what? Probably should edit that out because I don't do my stuff live. Yeah, I, I haven't done do a live in a long time. Yeah, I don't do anything live, but I've I've learned that, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I did the thing where it's like, you know, you listen to the show and you like it, you like it. And if you don't like it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even if you don't like it, you should put it out anyway because it's content and somebody may like it. Yeah, actually, I talked to uh, Adam Maxwell this summer. I don't know if you know who he is. I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Maxwell's a competitive shooter. He's a very, very good competitive shooter in the three-gun world. Cool. And uh, he does the three-gun show with Dave Hartman. I know Dave. Uh, I think Dave's been on the show before. Yeah, he may have been, but uh, Adam Maxwell is on that show with him a lot of the times. And he was the one who actually said that to me this last summer before I just recently got into doing a podcast every week. And he was the one who said that he was like, dude, and he's like bad content, still content, kick it out. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, they don't say there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any publicity, so we'll find out. <laughs> Well, you got content, though, so, you know, content's content, and good, bad, or ugly, you know, you should put it out, because somebody may like it. And guess what? If they don't, guess what they can do? They can hit stop and, you know, go to the next one. Yeah, but before they hit stop, they have to give me a five-star and then put in the comments why they hate it. Why they hate it. (laughs) Dude, I don't know the last time I got like a review or a rating or anything. I stopped checking those years ago. So I should check those and see see how they're doing. Because oh, some dude. of the podcast apps, you can't do that. They don't they won't let you do it. Yeah, you I can't. know. I know they recently added it to Spotify, so you can like. Oh, they did. Yeah, you rate and comment on things. Oh, you shouldn't have told me that. I'm going to make that like one of my contests there yeah. for you guys. Oh, a contest now? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll make it worth your while. All right. Yeah, that's one thing I love about listening to your show. I put a post out uh, last week. You sent me a bunch of nice stuff for being, uh, for asking questions on your show. And I always find it so amazing, man. You you were the greatest when it comes to that out of any other podcast I've ever listened to at rewarding your guests for interacting with you. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's thanks to my my sponsors. And if I didn't have awesome sponsors, then I wouldn't be able to do stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Um, so I have a podcasting question for you in that, in that way. All right. All right. So, you know, being the little guy in the world, like, what do you, what do you do to go get sponsors? Do they come to you? Do you go to them? I mean, how did that get started? So, you know, in the beginning, you know, and I mean, even now, I mean, it's a hustle, man. You got to hustle. You got to get out there. You got to beat the pavement. You got to pick up the phone. You got to hit the emails. Um, But, you know, that's how it started. And, you know, to build a name for yourself, you got to put yourself out there. 
you know, sometimes you might have to do stuff free, you know, to get the, to get the, the exposure, to get the name, uh, to get it out there. But, you know, it's all in what you're trying to accomplish also. No, if you do, you want to monetize it? Are you looking to make make money at it? Because in the beginning, you know, I we weren't really trying to do that. We were just more about wanting to get free stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. We were, we wanted to get a free, you know, free magazine or a free gun or a free optic or you know something like that. So we were just in it for the swag in the beginning. But then, you know, as we progressed and we started building a name and. Uh, you know, I hope our material started getting better and better and better. And as our audience grew, you know, then it, it became a viable monetization tool at that point. And they had to, you know, had to seriously look at, all right, do they want to keep this as a hobby or we're going to turn this into a, you know, profession? Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, man, as far as you're talking about with the show and getting better and stuff, I mean, like I said before, I think your show is legendary. I mean, the guests you have, the things you guys talk about, the AK Corner, I mean, it's just awesome. I mean, the ideas behind it, I, where where some of these ideas come from, man? I mean, you're a genius. <laughs> just, dude, it's just sitting around and talking, and, and you know, that's where they come from. And, and the, I mean, I got to be honest with you, the AK Corner came from a, a sponsor. It was a sponsor's idea. I had a, I had a this opportunity with um, a potential sponsor and they were like, <clears throat> you know, tell me about your show, what all you do. And I was telling about the segments and the different stuff like that. And they were like, well, I'd really like to do something like this. And it was, it was more like they want to be more focused on their stuff and their product. And I was like, well, I can't really do that with my show because you know, we talk about everything. I said, uh-huh. but we could probably do something like this. And that's where I came up with the idea for doing the AK corner. I was like, you make AKs. Why don't we just educate people on the history, the mechanics, the, you know, the different variations of the AK. And that's kind of how it started. Yeah. Like I said, I love the AK corner. It's, it's probably one of the most entertaining shows I've ever, or, you know, things I've ever listened to. And, and like you said, you're bringing the, uh, Legicating the uneducated, which is just there awesome. There you go. <laughs> so, I really, yeah. I All this great. stuff, just even the name of the show was was like, you know, like that. When we were sitting around trying to come up with names, he said something, and then I said, "Talking Lead." It was like the second name that we came out came up with. Because mm-hmm. at the time, you know, the Walking Dead was huge. The big, oh yeah. And the zombie and all that stuff was kind of fresh and new. It wasn't, uh, you know, as burnt out as it is these days. But uh, we were big into that. And we would talk about that on the show a lot, too. We'd talk about The Walking Dead. And okay. uh, uh, that's where I came up with the name. I was like, Walking Dead, Talking Lead. That's how it came up. Came up with it. You know, and I do all kinds of little spins with the name of the show. And that's the thing. It's all about branding, you know. It's branding, and so people will remember that name, Legicating the Uneducated, the Leadhead Brigade, the Lead Quarters. This is the Lead Quarters. The headquarters, it's the Lead Quarters. You know, and it goes on and on and on. So, oh, well, I don't, uh, I don't know how many I could come up with. Maybe uh, the people who listen to me are uh, God's people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I mean, that's the thing. You've got so much that you could work with with that acronym. <laughs> you know, gun, guns, oil, and dirt. Uh, there's all kinds of different ways that you could, you know, you could, you could take that. Uh, and I like the idea of the shirt that you came up with. So you, you're coming up with stuff. It's just a matter of sitting down and you know, just thinking about it a little bit. Yeah. Usually, usually alcohol plays a big part in it too, for me. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't get a lot of drinking, and considering I'm on call all the time, so <laughs> there is that, you know. So. Yeah, actually, I'm. I'm slightly concerned about tonight. Uh, hopefully, my phone doesn't blow up too much with it being uh, Blackout Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I guess. I guess this is the time of year where you guys probably get a lot of a lot of calls, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I live in the north. It gets cold up here. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are turning their heaters on and are setting up space heaters in their house. So we get a lot of the CO stuff. And then, of course, uh, it snows, so car accidents are a regular problem. Uh, on the regular, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Oh. Like I said, with the holidays, the drinking becomes a problem, so car accidents are a little more prevalent. you got a mixture of all the bad things this time of year. you got the weather. You got yep. the uh, the combination of the the people just now turning their heaters on, so the fires, the the drunkards that are out wrecking yep. and partying and whatnot. Now, where is it that you live? So uh, I live in. Can you say it on your podcast? I don't like to say where I live on my you podcast. Tell, I know where you live. I know where you live. I've got your address. Oh yeah, you do actually. But yeah, I, I live in yeah, small yeah. town. Small town, Wisconsin. So there's, yeah, I don't know if you've been watching the news lately or not, but it looked like there was another shooting in Virginia today. Have you heard anything about that? Uh, was that the Walmart one? I think so. I was going to pull it up. But you know, yeah. they had that nightclub one in yeah, Colorado. The and then the uh, in Moscow or Moscow, Idaho. You know, that oh. stabbing of those college students. Yeah, didn't that guy stab like 20 people? No, no, it was um, It was like he, he murdered four. We don't know yeah. what it is. We don't know who it is yet. But four oh. college students in their off-campus residence were murdered. Yeah. I, I don't understand. And he stabbed them? Well, there was a, a knife. It was a... They don't know. They don't have the knife. But they know it was some sort of a blade. Okay. So, uh, we, Brian, you know, Brian Keeney with Occam Defense Solutions. Yeah. Um, so we just, the episode that I'm dropping tomorrow, I had him on the show and we had Neil Vermillion. And Neil's been over in the Ukraine. So we were talking about his trip over there to the Ukraine. But because Brian lives in Moscow, well, you know, I was asking him about it and see if he had maybe some insight or something like that. We talk a little bit about it on that that episode that's getting ready to drop. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, here's here's the Walmart shooting. Yeah, it was an employee. Says he just started shooting Walmart manager. Oh, he's a manager. Opens yeah. fire in break room, killing six in Chesapeake, Virginia. Yeah. Wow. Probably the holiday pressure, you know, getting them Black Friday sales put up really gets to you. <laughs> right. I used to work at Home Depot, so. I mean, it's real. It's it's a real thing. 
Yeah. These these companies put a lot of stress on their employees this time of year. Yeah, and honestly, man, I think it's getting worse. Uh, lately, the last couple of years with the uh, after COVID things we got going on with the supply chain problems and there's all that talk, like there's X amount of empty jobs and unemployment's at an all-time high. But you know what, man? It's really hard to find a good-paying job out there right now because I've been looking, and yeah. uh, things are things aren't that good anywhere. You know? No, they're laying people off right now. People are getting oh. laid off. Oh yeah, well that's some of the places that are doing a lot of that stuff. I've heard is is big corporations now. Not yeah. just not just the little guy. A lot of the places that I go to are the little guys, but now with big corporations doing layoffs, tech companies. Yeah, well, they're gearing up for the the recession that you know we supposedly aren't in. Oh yeah, recession, yeah. depression, full on economic collapse. Yeah. Last so in September was National Preparedness Month. And I did a series on uh, the first hundred items to disappear during an economic collapse. <laughs> and what? Let me see. Toilet paper. <laughs> That's one of them. Uh, food is definitely food, yeah. medicine, um, gas. Um, your your first aid stuff. Did I say that already? Yeah, medicines, first yeah, aid. Medicine. Yeah, first aid stuff. That's and about ammo, guns. Guns, ammo. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on there you wouldn't even think about, man. There's, because uh, they go into detail. They don't just say food. They're talking about, like, flour, yeast. Oh, they go into specific type foods. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay, I got you, I got you. Uh, generators. <laughs> yeah, generators. Definitely. Stuff like that. It's weapons, fuel, Mm -hmm. and food. Yeah. And ways to generate uh, power. Energy, yeah. Yeah, energy. Those are the the five big things, four big things. Yeah. And then you can break those down in all the different categories that that, I guess that you see fit. But yeah, yeah, man. I think we're going to start seeing that soon. It's going to happen again, especially with the, was it the railroad companies that are threatening to go on strike? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what's going on there either, but I'm not I'm not thinking that that's a good thing, especially like they were doing that truck driver thing last year. Yeah. Railroad would be, railroad would be a little rough. Well, the railroads before it gets to the trucks. Yeah. So that, that's going to be even worse. Yeah. So that could be that could be a serious issue. We might be able to see some, uh, or we might see some things uh, heating up in the cities like they've been talking about. I know they're. I was just watching a video the other night of these kids, uh, like just attacking a cop, you know, and things just like that for spite. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think he was trying to arrest one of them, and the one kid punched him in the face, and then a second kid jumped in. And, uh, you know, the officer's partner tried to jump in, but all the people were standing around. They weren't helping the cops. They weren't doing anything. But that other guy didn't leave him alone either. He kept punching the cops. So, And the <laughs> cop had to pull his gun out to tell the kid to back off. 
And he wasn't even going to arrest the kid who punched him in the face who was trying to help his buddy. They were just going to arrest the one guy still, you know, because they can't handle the situation. They're, you know, out, outmanned. Yeah. And with the way the news is looking at everything, um, you know, they can't uh, can't even defend themselves sometimes. Well, that's so. the thing is these these criminals or would be criminals have become emboldened. Oh, yeah. You know, through all this defund the police and all these cities laxing their laws because they know there's no there's not going to be any consequences for their actions. And what's to stop them now? Yeah. So, you know, they've basically just sent our police officers, our law enforcement, our first responders, you know, to the wolves. Yeah. I, uh, so where I live, I'm not that far from where the Rittenhouse thing went down. Oh, okay. So, and, uh, we're. You should get him on your show. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to fly. He's, (laughs) uh, he's, he's off doing all sorts of other things right now i think i don't know if he would even uh, have the time i haven't i haven't heard or seen anything of him since the trial really yeah. have you I, i've seen a couple things pop up just in my like news feed once in a while saying that he was doing some countersuits and uh also doing some other stuff so we'll see what yeah, happens let's, let's see if he's in the news here five days ago yeah. One year after acquittal of Kyle Rittenhouse, the battle to define his public image rages on. Yeah. That was five days. Here's two days ago. Kyle Rittenhouse mocked on LGBTQ event for having armed guards. Hours later, a gay nightclub was shot up. Uh. Yeah. They're, they're going to draw some messed up conclusions to things, I swear. Oh, to the to that shooting? Well, yeah, because right there, you're the way they set that up, this is why I hate the news and I don't listen to them. They're oh, setting it a- up like like the shooting was a result of making fun of Kyle Rittenhouse, you know? Oh, it's 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 all clickbait. It, yeah. That's all, that's all the news is, just clickbait. And it's not news, it's just people's freaking... Propaganda. Opinions. I call it propaganda. Yeah, it is. It is. But they they just found out that that guy that shot up the nightclub uh, is a member of that community. Yeah, that frequented that nightclub. (laughs) Um, But they are, I don't know. I don't know if that's maybe his ploy to get out of the hate crime portion of it or what. But, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. But people, like you said, I don't know what or why, but people are just terrible sometimes. Uh, people, people, I mean, we we're talking about this on the show on the last episode, and you're like, people are horrible. People are terrible, yeah. but they're also great. Yep. You know? Yeah, people they can are also be. also loving and caring and giving, and but at yeah. the same time, they can be just horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always tell people that, you know, uh, a, a person can't, uh, can only be judged by how they act when the cards are down, you know, because you can have a person who in a good time in a good situation is a great person, 
But I've also seen almost everybody I know turn into a terrible person in a bad situation. Yeah. It's how do you act when the cameras aren't on you? Yeah. Or, like I said, you know, when you're, when the cards are down or chips are down, whatever the, however they say that, when you're not oh, doing yeah. so well. <laughs> but yeah. Chips. Yep. When the chips are down, when the pressure's on. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how it is. So, uh, I got I got a couple questions for you since we're going through these. Uh, All right, shoot. So, where'd you grow up? You don't need like an exact town, but like roundabouts. So uh, I am from the East Tennessee area. All right, where I was born and reared. Reared, reared, um, and uh, I'm I've pretty much been in this this area the whole time. So Eastern Tennessee. Yeah, the eastern middle okay. uh, part of Tennessee. I mean, I'm just outside of Nashville now. Oh, just outside of the Nashville oh. area, and I've been in this area for since '89. I went to college here, MTSU, right. Middle Tennessee State University, as uh, Murfreesboro. So I mean, I live in Murfreesboro, Tennessee now, but I grew up east of here, the little little podunk town. Cool. I wish I would have known that I was in Tennessee this year. Uh. In Nashville. I went to Nashville. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. dude, you should have let me know. Yeah. Well, we weren't really talking that much then. <laughs> uh, I mean, my social media has always been open to you. <laughs> All right. So, what do you do for fun? Man, I like variety. I do a lot of different things. There's not, like, just one thing that I do, but... Uh, you know, I enjoy hunting. The hunting season's going on right now, and uh, I got my first harvest uh, with a bow. Yeah, just just a few days ago, so that was fun. I enjoyed that. Uh, outdoors, you know, pretty much anything outdoors, I love to do. I mean, obviously, I like to shoot. Um, you know, I love going out and and shooting, and not necessarily just competition shooting, but just going out and you know trying out new optics and do breaks and different types of guns. I enjoy doing that. Uh, scuba diving. Uh, love to scuba dive. Like to fish. Just uh, pretty much anything has got to do with the outdoors, man. Yeah, that's good. Speaking of speaking of things, uh, can you see my background? It's not blurry, is it? Uh, let me go to the big screen. All right. Nope, it's not blurry. All right, I just got this back. Oh, look at you. Got that little rack over there. That's a nice spread. How many points and is I, that? Well, it would have been uh, eight if the one tine wasn't broken off. <laughs> ah, so you so, can count that, right? That still counts, even though it's broken. Yeah, I mean, he was an eight. <laughs> Mine was a nine. <laughs> nine? Yeah, he had four on one and five on the other. Oh yeah, a little little split. Yeah, he had a little growth that came out. It looked like a coat hanger. Yeah, where you could hang a coat on it. Maybe, uh, maybe that'd be a good thing to make a coat hanger. I'm. I actually had it up here last night, but I took it down because I'm gonna. I haven't boiled it yet. Okay. So I gotta go. I gotta go boil it and get the skin off of the the skull. All right, you're doing your own. Yeah. All right. 
I'm not going to do a, a nice mount like you did. I'm just going to, it's just going to have the bone. It's just going to be bone. Oh, uh, Euro mount. Is that what skull? it's called? Full skull? No, it's just capped. Capped? Okay. Yeah. I said it capped. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's just what that was. That was a cap mount. I was actually asking, uh, my dad for the Euro mount, but my dad ended up cutting just the top off instead of the whole head. Uh, <laughs> is he a taxidermist? No, he was he was the one butch uh, not butchering it, but uh, processing it. Yeah, well, I process it, but they they quartered it. That was actually my dad's kill. So ah, so you got the... my yeah. He cut that off for me, and my my uh, my buck's antlers are actually still hanging in his garage. Ah, okay. <laughs> so have you got the meat he, back yet? Uh, I didn't go this year. This was a couple of years back. So oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. My I get mine in another two weeks, so I'm looking forward to, to getting all my stuff. I took it to a processor because I oh. I don't do all that that crap. I don't know how to do all that, so I just take it to a guy. He does it, makes up some jerky, some summer sausage, ground beef, got some steaks, gonna get a couple of roast out of it. So yeah, yeah. So usually how it works is my dad will order it with his buddy who he goes hunting with. And then he'll drop it off in my house in a big cooler. Yeah, and then you can't ask for any more than that, can you? Well, yeah, but then I got to, uh, you know, cut her off the bone and grind it and quarter it and make sausage and send it back. <laughs> do you know how to do all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, when I was a little kid, I, uh, I got a job at a butcher shop. So I figured nice. a lot of that out. And then my dad also... My dad actually used to work at a, uh, what do you call those? The processing plant, like one yeah. of the big processing plants. So he actually was the one who taught me most of the stuff. But well, That's cool. Yeah, so we do we do our so own. I worked at, uh, you know what, do y'all have Kroger where you're at? Yeah, Kroger Foods. Gro a grocery store? Yep. So when I was in high school, I worked at Kroger. And uh, I worked in the meat department at Kroger. And right. I would do, I didn't do any like the cutting of the steaks or anything, but I did the ground beef and, and I made pizzas. So <laughs> okay. I didn't really get the hands-on experience of, uh, doing all the different cuts of meats or anything like that. Yeah. I worked at that butcher shop, but, uh, my job was actually, I was the guy at the end of the night who took all the equipment apart and cleaned it. But you know, that is a life skill that, that is going to serve you well. For the rest of your life and especially you know with the you know if we have an economic downfall yeah you know you'll be able to go out kill your own food cut it up process it you know where i'm going to be struggling <laughs> i'll just i'll just kill a deer and put it on a spigot you know and turn it yeah <laughs> you know you like to do a big hog <laughs> hey you can do it i've seen it i've seen people do it with uh Saw a guy do it with a cow and a skid steer once, so. Yeah. And yeah. hey, there's probably a YouTube video I could watch, right? Yeah, actually, there probably is. I, I, that's one of those things we were talking about editing and stuff. Those guys with them YouTube videos, though, they edit out, they edit out all the screw-ups, so. That's true. Yeah. You know? It's like, how many takes did that take for him to make that shot? Yeah. I actually, uh, I got a, I started a YouTube channel not too long ago and I posted like all my raw match footage on there. And I mean, raw match footage. So all the screw ups, all the, 
You like an outtake? Yeah, uh, no, I mean just the straight match, the way it goes down. Not even outtakes, just the whole thing from tip to tail, you know? So you you can see it all, all the uh, misses and fumbled mags and everything. So you just kind of started doing the the competition shooting, didn't you? Yeah, like... uh, Fairly recent? 2018, 2019, but just mm-hmm. like last year, I think it was, not last year, year before, was my, whatever, I reached into the three-gun world, so that was kind of a different... And how's and, that going for you? Um, well, I don't make as many matches as I want to, because I have to go to work. Sure. And and it's expensive, and I'm not very good, so that's well, all right. I got another uh, buddy, Casey Griggs, um, okay. and he's a... Uh, is he fire? Yeah, he's he's a fire guy too, first responder. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, he's been doing three gun for how long have I known Casey? Good six, seven years at least. And he's he's one of the the better ones. I'm not gonna say he's like world class or anything, but yeah. he does he does pretty good. Yeah, I'd but, be happy. I'd be happy to be a mid pack. <laughs> follow him on instagram casey griggs casey griggs yeah i call him cg3g casey griggs three gun three gunner he's sponsored by nordic components all right give him a follow he, he used to be on the show quite a bit but he got uh he got a kid and when, once he got his kid he didn't have time to on the show anymore, I guess. Yeah. That was the question I actually have for you on here is, uh, you know, do you have kids and wife and kids and all? I don't. Don't? I don't. I got zero. Zero, zero kids and zero, zero wife? Zero kids, zero wife. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just a single dude doing my thing, living the life. What's your plans for Thanksgiving tomorrow, bud? Um, tomorrow I'm going to go to a friend's house. Um, and then doing the family thing Friday. So yeah, the day after the day after. Yeah. Yeah, I got a brother that lives uh, close to me here in town and uh, my mom and my great niece, which is his, my brother's granddaughter, uh, is going to be coming up. And we're going to be doing some stuff over at his house. And I got to make the mashed potatoes, so I get to make the mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes? Yeah. Actually, you just reminded me I have to make mashed potatoes tomorrow morning, too. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I actually How do you make your mashed potatoes? So, I use the little red potatoes. Yeah. And I boil them. Yeah. And then I mash them, like, normally you know, what people would think of. But then I, I usually um, toss them in, like, the slow cooker, crock pot, whatever, uh-huh. with, uh, what is it, garlic salt, onion powder, chive onions. Usually I add bacon bits and bacon grease just because I like to do that, but I got a complaint a couple years ago about the bacon grease thing. What? So, so I pulled that one out. So usually I, what I do is I cook bacon and then cut it, you know, when it gets nice and crunchy, I put it in a paper towel and mash it up so it's like little bits. And yeah. I put that on the table for people who want it. And then add, you know, 
one or two sticks of butter. And of course, uh, what is Gotta that? Have butter. What is that? Sour cream too. Got to lighten it up. You mix that in with it, the sour cream. Yeah. yeah, sour cream right into it. Yeah. So. I just I fly by the seat of my pants, so I I do something different every time. Oh yeah, that was. But definitely the bacon grease is going in mine. Yeah. It adds yeah. a little something. <laughs> it's not bacon. Bacon is good. I mean, you could put bacon on a. Uh, you know, a, a fly's ass and eat it, and it's going to be good. Yeah. I put bacon on as many things as I can sometimes, but not everybody uh, always hey. agrees with me. As long as I like it, that's all I care about. Right. <laughs> yeah. I actually got a uh, text message from my dad. I do Thanksgiving at my house. So my dad texted me this morning, actually, and told me, he goes, you know, last year the turkey was a little dry. And I was like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> you say, why don't you make one then if you don't like it? Ah, no, he's doing it because he likes, he calls me out on my shit. And he knows, he knows I like to tweak things. So do you right. fry your turkey? No, I actually, I, I do it old school in the oven. Do it in the oven? Yeah. Have you ever deep fried one? I have not. And I don't have one of the deep fryers. I wanted to smoke one one year, but uh, I got my own little way I kind of do it. You know those oven bags? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So what I do is I, I put one in an oven bag with like four sticks of butter. Butter. There you go. Butter and bacon. I like you. Yeah. So That's the way I cook, man. Yeah. Hey, man, butter and bacon make everything better. Uh, it's just, I mean, I can't live without it. That's that's like my, my blood is butter and bacon. If they took yeah. a blood sample right now, it'd be 98% butter and bacon. <laughs> Yeah, butter and bacon. Hey, that sounds like a good podcast. Somebody should come up, butter and bacon. Butter and bacon, the cooking, the butter and the bacon cooking. podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's I pretty good. All right, man. What's the next question? Check in, because I went out of I went out of order, so now I got to see where I'm at. Uh oh, he lost his place. Yeah. All right, I got one for you. All right. Because you're my guest, and I want to talk about some of the stuff you got going on. What are the cool things you are doing on your show right now, if you're willing to talk about it? And you can, on my show, you can talk about all your sponsors and throw shout-outs at people and everything you want to. Well, I appreciate that. Um, and I think your listeners are going to want to hear this, too, is, you know, we talked earlier, we're giving away another Century Arms BFT-47 AK rifle. And that's going to be, uh, it should start next week. And we're going to do a raffle. So raffle. we're raising money for Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Sheepdogia.org. You can go check them out. That's a great nonprofit organization that benefits our veterans, our first responders, our LE community. Uh, not only the wounded, but retired or, or you know, if, if they're just in need. It's a great organization that uh, they organize outdoor adventures. So hunts and, you know, they'll go on hikes. They'll go to, uh, they took a group of veterans to Mount Kilimanjaro like two years ago to hike Mount Kilimanjaro. So they do awesome, awesome things. Um, they're having a turkey trot this 
this Thanksgiving they do every year. I think it's called their 5K Turkey Trot. Uh, they raise money uh, during that event. Uh, but check them out, Sheepdog IA. But we're going to raise uh, some money through the the sale of those raffle tickets for the BFT 47. And that will be given away on the next Talking Lead AK Corner. So December's edition of the Talking Lead AK Corner, we will announce the winner on that. There's an opportunity there before the end of the year for somebody to get a, an awesome rifle. And then to celebrate our 10 years of Talking Lead, Evan, hold, hold on to your seat. We're going to be having a big giveaway. So Century has given us, you know what an AP5 is? It's like the MP5. Yeah, all right, yeah. So it's their version of the MP5, a 9 millimeter. So we've got one of those that we're going to be giving away. Nice. Uh, IWI has given us a Tavor. So we're going to have a Tavor that we're giving away. Um, there's some other things coming. I haven't got confirmation on them yet, but Mission First Tactical is going to be involved. SEAL 1 will be involved. Uh, our friends over at ASP USA uh, are going to get involved. And uh, Lockdown is going to get involved. Several other companies, I'm sure Factory 47. Occam's going to get involved. So nice. that's going to be one of those. It's called Gleam, and you've probably seen these. You've probably taken part in the ones we've done in the past where you go and you, you like a page or subscribe to a page, and the more you do, the more entries you get. All right. Kind of deal? Yeah. So one person's not going to win all that. We're going to have, you know, somebody's going to win the AP5, somebody's going to win the Tavor, somebody will win, you know, as we go down there, so... Uh, nice. That's going to start December the 1st and run the whole month of December, and then we'll announce the winners probably like the 1st or whenever the next show will be after it ends. Well, see, and there you go. All my listeners, go to Talking Lead on Instagram. <laughs> follow them immediately so you can get involved in some of these things because, like I said before, I mean, you have the best giveaways, I think, in the in. I mean, the media In the world. podcasting world, man, yeah. there's no podcast that takes care of their listeners more or better than Talking Lead does. Yeah, and and I like I said before, your coverage of topics, I I think is just awesome. Especially like I was, I was waiting to win those uh, magazines on that last that shotgun uh, <laughs> AK shotgun one. I was like, I was, I knew my number was in there though. It was but, in there. Uh, you had a chance. You had just as much I, chance as anybody else, right? Oh yeah. And it's completely random. It's and and you may win three shows in a row. You know your yeah. your name may get called. Uh, I don't I don't limit how many times you can win. Is as long as you're participating, uh, you're eligible whenever we're giving something away. And it doesn't just have to be with the posting of the questions. It could be emailing me. It could be you know if I go check those podcasting apps and I see that you've left a comment or liked or you know did something mm -hmm. like that. I've given people stuff away uh, by doing that before. Tagging us in posts, you know, things like that. Oh, all right. So I'm going to tag you in everything I post now. <laughs> you should. <laughs> it's just it's just going to keep my attention, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, like I said, I love I love what you guys are what you're doing with that show and and like I said, just your interaction with your uh your fan base is just awesome. Yeah. Well, I try to generate excitement and interest and to draw people to our community, to the, to the 2A community, because we get a bad rap in the media, as you know, um, you know, we're 
preaching to the choir here. So I, I try to do my best and go out of my way to keep the show positive, keep it upbeat, keep it educational, and you know keep the negativity, uh, you know, and all that out of it. You, you have you ever heard me badmouth another company on my show? No, actually, I, I think you, uh, you you try very nicely to avoid it. Right. Well, I mean, I don't try. I just do. If you don't hear me talking about a company or something, there's probably a reason why. Yeah. So, I don't need to go, you know, bad mouth or bash or we get enough of that. I and mean, we got enough oh, internal yeah. strife in our community that we don't need to, you know, propel it. So, uh, and you do that by talking about politics. You do that by talking about religion and, you know, and things like that. And I try to keep that kind of talk to a minimum. Now we touch on it, as you know, because I uh-huh. like to keep people informed of, of, uh, you know, the latest legislation and things like that, that are, that are coming up that will affect our, our second amendment rights, our constitutional rights, not just our second amendment rights, but all of our rights. Cause I love this country and I, you know, I love the freedoms that we have and it, it hurts me when, you know, we get jack wagons, you know, that's what we call yeah. on the show that uh, are completely against the American way of life. And education is the best defense against that. Yeah, especially when they're uneducated about what they're trying to, uh, Im- you know, impose on us. Exactly. And, and I, I, they get me every time. Speaking of which, though, we're, I'm going to get into a news thing. I keep seeing people talk about the arm brace thing. Do you know what's going on there? Or... You talking about with the pistol braces? Yeah, the pistol braces. Um, the the last I heard, you know, the ATF came out, yeah. and they're constantly changing their ruling on it. Yeah, that's why I haven't been able to follow it. Of how you can use it or how you can't use it, and then you know, I think the eighty percent are the big the biggest thing right now, or the eighty percent lowers. Okay, I think I think that has kind of superseded the the braces. Uh, but no, they're always trying to take those those anything away from us anything that that they feel has skirted or you know we've loopholed you know loopholed a law or something like that you know then they just try to go and and make more laws to to reinforce the bullshit laws that they've already got so yeah yeah i'm with you i don't think we need any more laws (laughs) No, there's there's laws on top of laws for laws, and it's ridiculous. There's it's already illegal to murder people. Yeah. Okay. There there's the number one thing right there. That that's the catch all. Knives, guns, cars, screwdrivers, poisons. You know, you're not supposed to murder somebody. So. You know that should just be all the, the catch-all right there that we need. But no, they've got to they've got to go into details on like you were talking about. You know, food. Well, here's grains, and here's you know beans, yeah. and here you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, all I know is I was listening to some thing about it, and I was like, did, did is this a real thing? Are they even are they really trying to do something like that? Ban or or oh, they're always make- trying to ban the braces. Yeah. Definitely yeah. trying to make them illegal or make make it a tax stamp or something that, that yeah. we have to pay. Well, I mean, if they're going to make me, uh, you know, SBR or, you know, get a tax stamp for an arm brace, I'm going to SBR that thing anyway. Yeah. 
then that's what people will do, and that's what they want because then you then that's money in their pocket. Yeah. The only problem I have with SBRs is anything that becomes an NFA item now becomes, you know, it, with with an AR being a pistol, you can treat it like a pistol. So if you have your concealed carry, you can keep it in the front seat of your car, kind of a thing, uh-huh. or, or you know, on your persons. But the minute it's an SBR, I mean, you know, you can't travel across state lines, from what I know, or into certain states. Why not? If you're if you're legal to own it, then you can. You can now every state's different, so you got to know the yeah. laws in in every state, and that's ridiculous too. Yeah, that we have to abide by that bullshit. Yeah, that one gets me too. So I don't I don't ever so understand all, what you're about. All um, laws are an infringement on our rights. Yeah. All gun control laws are infringements on our rights. Yep. So, well, we agree on that, I tell you that much. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I don't know if you know this or not, but it's it's actually illegal for them to tax a right. So those tax stamps that they charge us are illegal. Yeah. Well, it's, it's illegal to tax a right. Wasn't there a whole thing that started because people were mad about taxation? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, George Washington did something about that. Yeah, yeah. I just made a post um, from 1776. They've got some great stuff. Uh, Correct. Right. It's 1776. You know, they do shirts and all kinds of. They do our shirts, our logo shirts. Um, but I just did a post on Instagram. And let me read you what it says here. It's, it's their post. I just reposted it. It says, and here's, I don't know if you can see it or not. Can you see that? <laughs> yeah, pull I it up it. on your phone. So it's a picture of George Washington on horseback. He's got his, his sword and he's kind of pointing down. And uh, I got to pull it back up. It says, yeah. It's going to be hard to tax me with a musket ball in your ass. Yeah. <laughs> 1776united.com. Use the code TALKINGLEAD and you can get 20% off. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> well, that's another yeah. thing, too. You know, I, I, try to, I try to save you guys money, too, by getting uh, discount codes from all these people, too, to, to hook you up with, with deals outside of Black Friday. Now, there's probably going to be some smoking deals that beat my discount codes uh, during Black Friday. You got your eye on anything that you're looking for? A deal? I was, actually, I was going to ask you the same thing. I was before we got on this call. I was on the uh, going through the old newspaper 